0: Welcome to the Dynamite Podcast My name is Joe Rybant Each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead The week that was, and much, much more Good God, is it hot If you're on the East Coast as we are, you know how we feel Of course, it's been hot all over these United States Uh, Still, things are good Summer's here, and the 4th of July is a happy memory So let's get back to comics Dynamite Comics in particular If you missed me last week, I do apologize The holiday messed up my week And I never got my groove back to do the podcast Sorry about that but I am here with uh, some of the stuff I had for last week, as well as this week, extra large dose to some extent, so please enjoy. Um, one thing that never takes a break is our message boards. Wow, what a great segue. Uh, you can head on over to dynamiteentertainment.com slash boards, let us know what you think of our titles, and interact with all of the other Dynamite fans that hang out there. Please do go check them out. Last week, in case you missed it, on Thursday, the day after the 4th of July, July 5th, uh, we had Marvel Zombies versus The Army of Darkness number 5 shipped to stores, and of course, that concludes that series. We had a lot of fun. Special thanks to John Lehman. Fabiano Neves, Fernando Blanco, Sean Phillips, Jun Chung, and of course, Arthur Sudam, the creative team that made the whole series happen. There is some creator commentary from writer John Lehman on Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness number 5. You can find that up at newsarama.com. It was put up last week, so scroll down on that front page to check that out. He did a little director's take on some of the pages and previewed some of the pages. Uh, there is a hardcover of the crossover coming out, And of course, there is a new AOD series coming out, and actually we're putting the finishing touches on issue number one, and we do have, uh, I'll do an early tease here, we are finalizing the details of Ash's next big crossover adventure, and let the speculation begin, it involves some other infamous horror characters, and it's not with Marvel. Uh, Let's see, this week, take a look for The Boys number seven, second printing. By, of course, Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. Dynamite Entertainment is proud to welcome Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson's The Boys as they present issue number seven of the series. And of course, issue number seven sold out. You may still be able to find some first printings at your local retailer. Um, I would be surprised if you did, though, but uh, we did prepare a second printing with a new cover. Uh, it's actually a variation on the alternate cover that Derek did for the regular printing of issue number 7 that is out this week so go ahead, if you haven't checked out Boys number 7 this is a good place to start you can pick up the trade paperback which is also almost sold out of its first printing we have more of those on the way in form of the second printing but you can go, you can pick out the trade paperback you can grab issue number 7 issue number 8 is out and we are actually uh, putting the finishing touches on issue number 9, hopefully sending that off to press this week and we're keeping the boys rolling since picking up the title and their slight hiatus. Let us know what you think of the series, please. From what I've seen, boys fans are some of the most hardcore in comics, so make a little noise, would you? Also this week, the new Battlestar Galactica Volume 1 trade paperback. There's two editions of this. There's the previews exclusive edition, which features a Billy Tan cover, and then there's the mass market cover, which features a Michael Turner image. Issues 0-4 through of Dynamite's New Battlestar Galactica comic book series are collected here in one trade paperback. Written, of course, by Greg Pak and illustrated by Nigel Rayner, New Battlestar Galactica features an unseen season of the all-new sci-fi series Battlestar Galactica. Of course, not all new. It's going into its fourth season, but you know what we mean. In this opening story arc, the dead have returned, but uh, but are they part of a prophecy or a Cylon plot? That's what you'll find out in issues 0 through 4. Plus, you get a complete cover gallery and much, much more. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, this is a great place to start if you haven't checked out Greg's series. Um, the series also does double duty. as an excellent comic if you're not familiar or if you're not a fan of the show. Either way, it's a great place to start. It's a great comic. Um, it was a 12-issue comic quote-unquote season, uh, started with an issue zero, ran uh, this arc, ran through issue four, all collected here in one trade paperback. Uh, we actually have Galactica number 12 shipping into stores uh, towards the end of this month. That concludes Greg's series, and then, of course, we have um, the kickoff of Brandon Jirwas' season zero series, which will be coming uh, probably at this point early August. Also this week, we have a metric ton of Dynamite posters heading into stores. They include, and of course, some of these may be uh, special orders, so your local shop may not have them unless you special order them, but of course, if you are interested in them, you can buy them from us directly, or you can ask your local shop for more information. But you have a lot to choose from here. You have the Red Sonja Adam Hughes poster, the Highlander Gabrielle Delato poster, the Savage Red Sonya Frank Cho poster, the Savage Tales Arthur Sudan poster, the Raise the Dead Arthur Sudan poster, the Red Sonya 35th anniversary poster, and the Lone Ranger John Cassidy poster. Next week, on July 18th, please look for the following Dynamite titles. We have the Lone Ranger Now and Forever hardcover. We have Dark Xena number 3. We have Lone Ranger number 7. Yay! And we have Painkiller Jane number 2. And coming soon, towards the end of this month, look for New Star Galactica number 12, Raise the Dead number 4, and Red Sonja number 24. Each week, or as available, I'm going to pull a letter, and we're going to uh, read it here, and we're going to answer it here, as well as... Uh, put it into our weekly emailer. If you haven't signed up for the weekly emailer, please do so. You can send all letters to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com, and please mark them okay to print. Mitch Sneed writes, I'm pretty new to the Dynamite universe, and I like the stuff you dudes are cranking out so far. I got on board when the boys moved from D.C., and right now I have Highlander 0-4, Painkiller Jane 0, and the boys 7-8. and eight. I'm looking forward to adding Jungle Girl to my list. Also, just trying to expand my comic book horizons. It doesn't always have to be about the big two all the time. Anywho, keep doing a great job, and I'll keep reading. Thank you, Mitch. Another letter, short, sweet, says it all, needs no response. Thanks for making it easy, and thanks for the support. I think Mitch says it all right there. It doesn't always have to be about the big two, although the big two do some great stuff. But, of course, we offer uh, some things that they don't. So, thank you for your support. Uh, dynamite in the news. Got a few things that were left over from last week that I never got to uh, because I wasn't podcasting. And a few things uh, from this week that are new. A lot focusing on Red Sonja and the boys. So let's dive right in. We have, uh, first up, CurledUp.com, which was a new site to me. But the fine folks over there sent me uh, the review that they had done to the boys volume one trade saying, quote, Like many of the things Garth Ennis is involved in, this series proves to be provocative as it takes a genre convention and turns it on its head. The idea of outward contempt and disdain both by and for the superheroes is an idea that other writers have played with, but that Ennis manages to illustrate in a new manner in this graphic novel. But like all of Ennis' work, there stands a gritty and edgy vibe to the stories. While this first graphic novel doesn't tell a whole lot, Ennis lets you know that these characters have a long history that will reveal itself in the issues to come, end quote. Absolutely. We also have the Best Shots crew, who took a look at Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness number 5, I think in general, very, very happy with the series and happy with the final issue, saying, quote, Layman and crew do exactly what needs to be done with the storyline and wrap it up in a highly amusing manner. There is a lot of zombie carnage happening in this issue, which works perfectly in the established continuity of the zombie-verse, end quote. The best shots crew also took a look at red sony number twenty three saying quote, "Holmes is on art again, and you can't say enough about that." Sonya ends up battling monsters underwater, and it all looks spectacular, particularly a two-page spread of a behemoth emerging from the ocean floor. Sonya's companions seem to be suffering their usual rate of attrition, which is a shame, because Oming was really adding some nice character shadings to the present supporting cast. Still, this remains one of Dynamite's brightest spots, end quote. I will say, as far as the cast attrition, these things do happen, uh, but don't take it all at face value. We have lots of plans for Sonya and her cast. Some come, some go, and uh, new ones are coming and going all the time. ComicStream.com also took a look at Red Sony number 23, saying, quote, if I thought that the fantasy aspect of this story was over, I was mistaken. Michael Oming continues to impress me with his visions of this magical world Sonya now finds herself. I also like his choice of old gods, end quote silverbulletcomicbooks.com took a look at Red Sony number 23 and they said, quote, Holmes illustrates frenetic and hauntingly beautiful underwater scenes depicting nightmarish characters straight from the Lovecraft method of design. His human cast exhibits gorgeously accurate anatomy. Vinicius' exquisite colors for these moments of deep-sea action help evoke the illusion of the environment. Not since Thunderball have I seen a better depiction of poetic violence beneath the waves, end quote. And for anyone scratching their head going, Thunderball, what's that? Hmm, boy, do I feel old. Um, silverbulletcomics.com, not to be confused with Silverbulletcomicbooks.com. Took a look at the boys number seven, saying, "Quote: The boys number seven is not for the faint of heart. The language, while irreverent, is absolutely foul. The themes are perverted. The characters are debauched. Yet the book has a heart. Give it a chance." Anderson Robertson continue to craft a title that is both unique in content and presentation. So drop your socks and grab your word that rhymes with socks. Mate, the boys are having a party and you don't want to be late. Five gerbils out of five, it? Jings. It's a clever review I thought, that's why I included it of course. Despite the profanity which doesn't offend me, but may offend someone out there, hence the use of the rhyme. Thecomicswaitingroom.com took a look at Savage Tales number three, saying, quote, "...the Cthulhu tale, The Elder Things That Fell to Earth, again closes out the book and remains the high point. The plot zips along briskly. The characters have some intrigue to them, even though some of this also comes from central casting. The milieu and topic feels fresh as a spring day, and I got sucked into it quite nicely. I'm not entirely certain that good will ultimately win the day by the time this story finishes, and that's a rare feeling, the not knowing." End quote. Thank you, guys. Glad you like Mike's work on uh, Savage Tales. Uh, We will, once we make the announcement about what we're doing with the next Ash crossover, we will have another announcement involving Mr. Raked and a project he'll be working on in addition to his continued Savage Tales work. Mason over at thecomicsweaningroom.com also took a look at Painkiller Jane number one, saying, quote, now, Painkiller Jane became one of my favorite books because of Palmiotti's willingness to go completely over the top with the action and absurdity of Jane's world, and Motor's gift for putting that on the page near perfectly. But as much as the readers might get something lurid out of Jane's beginning of a dalliance at the end of the book, what makes it work is that Jimmy goes against the grain and tones it down. End quote. And finally, Comic Critique took a look at the boys' volume one trade, saying, quote, in a climate where it's practically illegal to contemplate our culture's shortcomings or our enemies' motives, The Boys is the only comic and a glut of pseudo-soul-searching identity crisis civil war to question authority from the perspective of those who don't have it. End quote. And I gotta say, the reviewers over there know how to write a poll quote. Before we go, let's do a Dynamite tease of the week. One of the big... Projects And I use that word a lot, but I mean it every time I say it. One of the big projects I've been teasing went from the school zone to the Autobahn last week. And from that, I mean it went real, real slow to real, real fast. Look for the official word in the next week, I think, as the PR gets finalized. I tease it further, but you'll understand when the official word hits. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com and I can be reached at submissions at or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call one 888 book.